Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan C.S., the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James C.S., the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Oh, we even got Jonathan again. See, dude, that's the thing. Now, now, by the way, anybody who's out there listening, whenever you see us, that's just our call sign. It's like calling Batman, right? You'd be like, <laughs> Business Bros. And we'll, and we'll, we'll turn, turn around. around. And we'll shout it back. That's the cool thing, right? We'll shout it back. We'll shout it back. <laughs> so, every time. And if, and if you're a girl, we'll go, Business Girls. Thanks, Jenny from the block. <laughs> Thanks, Jenny from the block. Oh, yeah. Good times. Good times. You guys have your own buddy system, huh? That's it, dude. It's a call sign. Like, like when you're at the mall and you're lost, right? <laughs> like, dude, where's this guy at? <laughs> Business bro. And then, you, you know, you hear way in the back in the toy section, right? Business <laughs> bro. Why's it got to be the toy section, though? Because I know where you're at, dude. <laughs> I know where you're at. <laughs> All right. You know where to find us. All right. So we are here today with uh, the fearless agent, Jonathan Fisher. Well, first of all, I love origin stories. I am a Marvel nerd, big time. So uh, tell us the origin of the fearless agent. The fearless agent. Well, first of all, thanks for having me over, guys. Oh, no. Thank you for coming on board with us. Appreciate appreciate it, it, man. And Um, being live on Facebook. That's another big thing. You're definitely fearless. It's uncomfortable, but... It is what it is, right? Transparency is key in real estate, I think. Absolutely. Well, by the, by the way, for those of you who are watching us Facebook Live, um, it's kind of yeah, it's 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 kind of difficult to read comments and stuff because I'm actually not looking at the screen. I'm looking at my cell phone. So, uh, good James, the, I'm gonna pull that up. The right insurance now. bro is the one who's gonna be checking the uh, the feed from time to time. So, if you guys have any questions for the fearless agent or for us while you're live, we're gonna try to do it that way. So, if we suck at it, sorry ahead of time, <laughs> but we're gonna try it anyway right definitely gotta make yourself uncomfortable all right so jonathan tell me about your origin story dude so i started real estate about a little less than two two and a half years ago Mm -hmm. so i'm still fairly new okay um i started even before that i was bartending and i was bartending in coronado oh i bought at an early age at 21 years old and i always knew that i was going to get into real estate i just didn't know when i was too busy having a good time traveling the world you know being young being young right? young and dumb right well i can't say you can't say dumb dude cuz look here's the here's the one thing about being young and actually going out and doing things is that you have memories that you actually went and did things 1000% right i backpacked or well, i lived in spain for a bit taught english that's how that's why i got a uh, salvador dali um sleeve nice i had no friends at first <laughs> I uh, would put on a Joe Rogan podcast, go to the museums, fell in love with Salvador Dali, and that's why I fucking have a Salvador Dali Boom. sleeve. Dang. Yep. How long did that take to do the whole sleeve? I'm not fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> so it's still an eternity. <laughs> oh, yeah, forever, dude. I can curse, right? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Sorry, everybody live. Um, <laughs> that's just me. Now you're good. So um, I was in Coronado, joined real estate, uh, Coldwell Banker Residential, and... I thought I was gonna kill it. I'm like, I have the work ethic, I'm young, there's nothing but old people, old agents. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna charm everybody. That's it, I got this, I got this, no problem. 
first six months, closed two deals, and just nobody taught me anything. I wish I joined a team. All your guests. A lot of them. Yeah. yeah, Smart. (laughs) Everybody listening, join a team. Learn the 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 basics. Learn the ropes. Learn how to talk to people. Um, I was dumb. I was just thinking about my splits. Yeah. Yeah. Your last episode, you guys were talking about that, right? I was that that guy. So you made the common mistakes that a lot of agents do, right? I made every common mistake. I would door knock, not knowing what the fuck I'm doing. (laughs) It was insane. Um, I didn't even have flyers sometimes. I would just door knock expecting that someone was going to list their $1.2 million house with me. Just because you knocked on their door. Just because I knocked on their door. Yeah, and I was yeah. showing work ethic. Yeah. You know? Crazy, dude. <laughs> you, so you started off in the real estate thinking, it's all about me. It's all right? about me. I can do this. Yeah, no service of, to yeah, others. I, I'm good. I'm good. I yeah. got this. Yeah. Right? I can outwork all these old people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can knock on more doors. I can pick up more phones. No problem, right? I don't <laughs> yep. need a script. I'm good. I don't need a listing presentation. Dude, I'm 1, good. 1,000%, bro. 1,000%. <laughs> so, so what happened? How did life slap you in the face? <sighs> <laughs> what happened? Well, dude, I was still bartending, so I was working 70, 80 hour, 70 or 80 hours a week. Mm-hmm. There was a time that I did not have one day off in three months, and it was during summertime. And I remember it was 4th of July, and my buddies were all out going, hanging out while I was stuck bartending because I wasn't making any money on real, in real estate. Yeah. You had to pay the bills. Yeah. Right? And that's when I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I need to start doing some due diligence, whatever. I was doing open houses. That, whoops, sorry about that. That's what happens when we try to mix audios. Yeah, you did the line in. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got everything going right. I'm just watching it to make sure. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, by the way, we have a hello from uh, Bernadette Perez. Hi, how you doing? Hi, Bernadette. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Thanks for watching. All right, go sorry, on. Sorry, sorry to sorry. interrupt. No, no worries. So we were uh, bartending eighty hours a week. No, well, it was between both jobs, right? Okay, okay. Between both jobs and. Um, the thing about not joining a team is you don't know how to do shit. Well, you don't know what you don't know. Nothing, nothing, nothing. I would do open houses religiously. I don't even know how to fucking talk to a person <laughs> about real estate. You know what I mean? You do an open house praying nobody shows up. And well, dude, it was like a $2 million home. Three people showed up. They didn't want to fucking buy from a kid. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was like 28. I'm 30 now. I was 28. 27, 28. But dude, okay. So first of all. Kudos because you had the balls to go do an open house at a $2 million home, right? I mean, that's step one. That's is, ballsy as hell. That's ballsy as hell. You know, most people... Was that was that in your first year? Like That, that, that was, was your... my first few months. Oh, yeah, yeah there you go. Look, look, most people are very uncomfortable. They tend to stay and sell homes in the price range that they live in, mm-hmm. right? So if they live in a $300,000 home, chances are they're probably only going to sell about $300,000 homes. They don't step up because they feel uncomfortable. They, mm-hmm. they have like this... this fear of well those people are too good or i'm not good enough for that level or they're gonna see right through me mm-hmm. you at least got out there dude you 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 knew you didn't know anything <laughs> yeah. but at least you did it yeah. that's a big step in the right direction well i'm the type of person i learn when i fall down like so you have you have to bump your I knees have right to bump my knees in my head to <laughs> learn lessons. i have to fuck up in life to learn from it well, right? at least at least you know, right? I, I mean, know who I am, bro. Th- dude, there's I know who right. I am. What do we say all the time? There's there's two types of people. There's there's uh, smart people who learn from their experiences and geniuses who learn from the experiences of others, right? Mm-hmm. So you're smart. You're not a genius yet, but you're smart. You <laughs> gotta you gotta learn from your own experience. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> and um, then in Coronado, I opened, I closed two deals, but it was one was in Lakeside and one was in Rancho Bernardo. 
So then I was thinking, still not learning. I was like, well, dude, I saw my commission check. They took probably like five grand from both checks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, bro, nobody's helping me out. Nobody's mentoring me. Nobody, no one's doing anything. Why do me. I have a split? Why do I have a split? Right? <laughs> so then I went to Big Block Realty, 100% commission. No, I was about to open two new escrows. And that's how I was like, fuck that. I'm not going to get I'm not going to get two new escrows I'm not split. $7,000. Um I'm I'm not going to make the same mistake again. Yeah. I'm going to keep my money. Right? So I went to Big Block Realty, not learning my lessons. <laughs> <laughs> but once I got to Big Block Realty, uh Sam Karimian would do his masterminds twice a week. And I would go religiously. And I would just Whatever he said. Soaking it up like a sponge, right? I just right? did. Yeah. It's not rocket science. No. Someone tells you what you do. They're successful. You fucking do it. Simple. Boom. Don't recreate the wheel. Exactly. Okay. So you're starting to get some wisdom so under your belt. Get some wisdom. Started closing some more deals. Then I met Mike Cuevas. Are you familiar with Mike yeah. Cuevas? Oh, yeah. The, the market, real estate marketing dude, we right? Have him on your show. Yeah. yeah. I, you hear that? You hear that, Mike? I've been hitting you up on Facebook and we've been kind of chatting. We got to get you on the calendar I'll, there, buddy. I'll connect you, man. Sweet. So, he's all about rebranding yourself. Before- <laughs> Bernadette, Bernadette says, The crazy part about open houses as a new agent, no potential buyers and a bunch of snacks you set up and end up eating yourself. Oh, dude, <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Coronado. You have to buy some good snacks. Good I was like, snacks. probably spending like 40, 50 bucks because you're in Coronado. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, I would eat all of them. I would take them, take them home. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Super depressing. I, I got lunch for like the next couple of days. Thank you very much for nobody showing up. Right? <laughs> So I sat down with Mike Cuevas, and this was before almost anybody was branding themselves. I think I was his eighth client in San Diego. And um, he was asking me, like, what's special about you, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, there's nothing special about me. I mean, I have a work ethic, this, this, and that. I'm humble, but there's nothing special about me. I, I, like, I just don't, I don't think I'm special, right? Well, that's humble for sure. Yeah. And then um, he's like, do you drink? I'm like, yeah. He's like, why don't you do me a favor? Go get a six pack. We're going to sit down and we're going to think about what we can brand you. Ah. Sure enough, three, three beers deep, we're throwing out ideas. And I'm like, no, that's fucking douchey. No, well, that's cool. And then somehow he's like, well, you're pretty fearless, huh? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Like, I'll go knock on any door. I'll talk to anybody. He's like, well, what about the fear, fearless agent? I'm like, that's not bad. Light right? bulb enough. Yeah. That's not bad. <laughs> and but, so the fearless agent was born. <laughs> yeah. So that's how it happened. But don't get it twisted. It was very uncomfortable. No, not many people were branding themselves. So my friends, family members, people in the industry. What, the fuck what are, are you doing? What, you're an idiot. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why are you doing this? Who do you think you are? Why are you branding yourself? You're fearless? Oh, fearless. Okay. Homie. Like, <laughs> it was... Like crabs I'm, in a bucket, I'm dude. I'm not even kidding, bro. I would wake up to text messages from my friends, fearless, <laughs> mocking me, bro. But you know not what? Not even joking. Here's the funny thing: like right now, you're looking back as mocking, but even then, right? Even then, the fact that they got up and actually wrote it out mm-hmm. means you were doing a good job. Yeah. It mm. means it was sticking, nice. right? It means nice. it, you made an impression. The first one is always a family, right? Like mm-hmm. we always talked about how when we started the podcast, we knew for sure we would have two listens. Mom and dad, right? (laughs) You know that works, right? And your family's the same thing. But it'll stick, and that's where it starts, Mm -hmm. right? You're definitely fearless, and you you hit it hard. And when people are are talking shit and sending it back, it's working. Yeah, for sure. So shout out to Sean Jones. 
one of my buddies who talked probably the most shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know you have you have my back though, so I appreciate it, brother. <laughs> I'm actually listening to his house like uh, next week, so nice. Shout nice. out to you, bro. So much love, much love, much love, much love. <laughs> That's right. He were talking um, smack, but you still hired the fearless agent. <laughs> well, now that he saw them for real, and I'm closing yeah, deals, yeah. and I'm, my branded my branding worked. Yeah. No, you're, you're able to. Me, you yeah, know? you're 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 walking the walk that you were talking before. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but the reason I bring it up and I'm just being transparent is for everybody who's thinking of branding themselves or just uncomfortable doing open houses or whatever, dude. We've all been there, man. Thank God now I'm a top producer in Big Block Realty, but dude, we've been there. It's normal. <laughs> it's normal. Those are bumps like, in the road like that you guys, need to overcome. Absolutely. Like you guys say, you have to make yourself uncomfortable to evolve. As yeah, a, yeah, as a, for as sure. A person, right? Yeah, I mean, we we had a we just had a coaching call today with our insurance agents, right? And and we were having the social media discussion. And and one thing I wanted to make abundantly clear to everybody uh, as an insurance agent is that social media is a supplement. It's an addition to. It's not the primary lead generation source or follow up that you're going to do. Mm -hmm. But it's important to brand yourself, right? Yeah. It's important. I mean, and and one saying that that we say a lot too that we stole from our coaching organization was. Uh, I already forgot what it was called. Uh, secret agents have skinny kids. I was gonna say skinny agents. Secret agents. Secret have agents skinny have skinny kids, right? If you are a real estate agent, but nobody knows that you're a real estate agent, how are you gonna bring home food? That's you know, funny. to put on the table, money, money from commission checks to feed the kids, right? Your kids are gonna be skinny if you don't. Oh, if you're funny. a secret agent, you actually have to go out and put put yourself forward, right? Make yourself uncomfortable. Be a little fearless. Yeah. Right. Otherwise. Ain't nobody gonna know what you do. That's funny, bro. <laughs> I mean, that and that's just the truth, right? That's the truth of the matter. Mm -hmm. So you gotta get out there and 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 make your, you know, you gotta take your L's. You gotta take the shit talking a little bit, but with it will come the credibility over time, mm -hmm. right? I mean, think about it. Right now, I mean, when we first started and we did the business, bros. I mean, come <laughs> on, dude. That is the corniest, weirdest thing ever. I don't even know how it happened. It just happened. I mean, just, I know actually even know, even just naming the podcast, you're like. Well, what what are we gonna call it? Well, we're in business and we're brothers, so business bros. <laughs> All right, <laughs> okay, let's do that. Right, but but it it a brand develops with systematizing, work ethic, getting mm -hmm. out there and making yourself known. Right, yep. otherwise you're gonna have skinny kids. Right, <laughs> my kids are. I mean, my daughter's a little thin, but <laughs> but she eats well. <laughs> I'm really happy you brought up um, that social media. Is just one piece of the pie. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of the young agents really, truly only rely on that. So I have something to share that it's very, very embarrassing, but I think very cool as well. So out of like my 40 transactions I've closed in a little over two years, um, only one has come from social media. That's see, but so that's embarrassing. But at the same time, I'm no. super proud of it because mm -hmm. I, I'm a firm believer in client retention and customer service and just treating all your clients like family no absolutely yeah. dude and, and and this is uh, thanks for sharing that because that's <laughs> one of those humbling truths mm -hmm. right people see the fearless agent right i love the fact that that you're doing and i know you're doing it with with uh with mike because mike's big on using you as the as the agent to promote other things right it's mm -hmm. kind of like how our podcast is blowing up our podcast is blowing up because we're using you the agent we're providing you with content and you the opportunity and, and the podcast is really all about you you guys mm -hmm. and because we do that really well it's it's blowing up yep. and so mike's using a 
similar strategy where you're going out and you're talking to other business owners about their businesses, mm -hmm. but you, the fearless agent, the real estate agent, is branding themselves as the agent. You're just happening to give, happening to happening to go out and give valuable content about your community. You're making yourself a staple mm -hmm. of the community. But even with all that, <clears throat> one deal out of social media. Only one deal. But the cool thing about that is that I have worked my ass off 70 hours a week. Nobody nobody sees when we're, all of us are up on our laptop, 11, 12, mm -hmm. 2 in the morning. Emails, working editing, our, CMAs, our, whatever. CRM. Everything. You know I mean, like <laughs> clients, shit that nobody wants to do, admin stuff that nobody mm -hmm. wants to do. Mm -hmm. But I feel like my structures and my systems are in place now for my for my client retention to be able to now finally go after social media. Everything I've done has been just for uh, top of mind for mm -hmm. my SOI. Now I can't wait to start converting, like lead generation, like converting those leads. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I think it's a it's a different ballgame, right? You of the forty transactions, those were door knocking, those were picking up the phones, right? They're the hustling. They're ones, the hustling yeah. ones. But now those people, like you said, they're your friends, they're your family now. They mm -hmm. are on your social media feed. So all the content that you're creating now mm -hmm. is to stay relevant with the people that you've already had. This is how you're going to keep your clients. Mm -hmm. This is why retention is so important. This is why referrals are going to get you to the yep. next level, right? We talk about agents that have been in the mm -hmm. business for. 10 plus years who've gone through market cycles in the past and the reason why they're still agents is because they have a huge circle of influence yep. right but it comes with retention it comes with nurturing them and staying top of mind and actually picking up the phone and talking to them and for us luckily we have a new generation where we have this new medium to stay in front of them which is social media, social media. Yeah. but but it's still a matter of being social that has never gone away absolutely you mm -hmm. still need to touch your clients yeah, just because they see you on social media that doesn't mean doesn't mean shit. Doesn't mean anything. You, you can still be killing it and they're stoked for you, but they might think you're too busy for them now. Exactly. Right? So, I mean, what are you doing for their birthdays? What are you doing for their anniversaries? What are you doing to touch them? I suggest you touch them. That sounds so bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little caveat. We're talking about a touch as in the sense of communication. Communication. Right? <laughs> yeah. So I do also, this was Cuevas' idea. Last year, I just made my own twist so everything i'm doing um but i'm doing direct mailing to my my sphere right yeah. so i have about 100 people that who would you pretty much i say who would you send a postcard a christmas postcard to? yeah that would actually open it read that it would and actually open it or, yeah and that actually have your back you know what i mean yeah put on your put on their their refrigerator so i have about 100 120 people every month i send there's different themes every month, right? Mm -hmm. So next month is Valentine's Day. I'll send a Valentine's Day card, right? And then I have my VIPs. Yeah. They receive the same thing, but here's a $5, here's a coffee on me, here's a Jamba Juice on me. Here's a lottery scratcher. Here's a lot. I do that for after I meet with potential buyers or sellers, a thank you card with a scratcher. See? I do different touches. I'm glad you brought that up. Any new, new clients, um, thank you card with a scratcher, right? Um, once we open escrow, I just created a little survivor, survivor kit. Yeah. It's really silly, dude. But, it, but it means something, dude. It means something. Nobody else is doing it. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, once they're signing loan docs, I send them their favorite pizza. Dinner's on me. I know it's been stressful. Don't worry about it. I got you. You know what See, I mean? But these are the, look, look, 
Signing loan docs sucks. Sucks, dude. It's like and and it's an eternity. It's an eternity. You look. You're looking and turning pages on a freaking book, right? Of papers. It's overwhelming it's for way the buyers, over- man. And not just that, dude. I mean, they're sitting there. They probably have kids in the office with them. And they're just trying to get done as fast as possible. Everybody's hungry. Everybody's tired, dude. Making sure dinner on that day is set for you, dude. It means all the world. It's that little bit of. It's the reason why, like, uh, you ever go to Olive Garden, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. At the end of the day, at the end of the meal, they give you those little chocolates, right? And mm-hmm. and this is one of those things that I learned actually from Melina Palmer, by the way. I know exactly where you're going already. Right? So mm-hmm. she she uh, she's the uh, podcast on the Brainy Biz, how the brain works. Mm-hmm. So she said that if you go up to the at the end of the table, right? At the end of the at the end of the meal, you go and he goes and gives a check and he gives maybe like two or three chocolates, right? Mm-hmm. And he takes a couple steps like he's leaving, he turns around and he'll tell and if you tell them, you know what? You guys were an awesome table. I really appreciate you. Here's some more extra chocolates just cuz you guys are cool. The tip rate increases 100%. dramatically, right? Because of the the reciprocity feeling. Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing that's going on here. You provide Mm -hmm. dinner at a crucial moment, at a stressful moment for them. And right then and there, the experience they had with you is huge. Mm -hmm. The tip that you're going to get, which is for us, the referral, Mm -hmm. is much, it's exponentially increased just by having the, not, not just providing the pizza, but providing the pizza at the right time. Mm-hmm. Right. That make to me that that's a well thought out strategy and that that takes your business to the next level. This is where like you, you're because you're you're going with the retention theme here. Right. Definitely. So this is where keeping them and making this is where you not only turn them into a client, but into a friend to me. Actually, absolutely. But then I stopped doing. Oh, cli- wait, I st- there's more. Wait, there's more. <laughs> I stopped doing client gifts and now I take them out to dinner with whoever the, the loan partner is, right? Yeah. So it'll be, just say, it's a married couple, the four of us. Right there, I come with um, my own branded wine, wine bottle mm-hmm. with um, a branded memory card with all their disclosures, with all, all their loan docs, and also um, with their home warranty in it. And also, um, shit, a picture, a picture frame of them with their just sold sign. Just nice. for the home, right? Yeah. Not to mention, that's where we get to know each other, and that's where where we become fr- where we become fr- family. Family, yeah. At the dinner, we're having some wine, some drinks. We're getting a little buzz. We're getting to know each other, and that's when I ask again, "Do you know anybody who's interested?" No shit. Two, three names pop up. Of course. They didn't want to. Because you wa- treat them like royalty, that? and they want their friends to be treated. Dude, you got to go with this guy. Mm-hmm. This guy's awesome. Yep. He'll get your home sold. And he's just a great guy to work with. They don't even, I, I almost can guarantee you, they don't even tell anybody about dinner. They just tell them how awesome you are. Mm-hmm. But for the longest time, I was like, why, why, why am I not getting referrals during the escrow? Mm-hmm. And John Fleming, do you know John Fleming? No, no. He's uh, the manager, but he's a top agent also with Big Block. He's like, dude, they don't want to share you. They don't want you to lose focus on their escrow right yeah that's why that totally makes them, sense that's why i take them to dinner at the we end get some buzz at the end and boom that's when all these names are yeah because they're done with you now exactly and now they want to help you now they want to reciprocate yeah absolutely you know speaking I mean? of reciprocate is there anything you would like to say to rodrigo ballon Rodrigo Bayon, do you guys know who that is? No, no. Number one loan officer in San Diego. Oh, okay. do we got to get Rodrigo on the podcast? Oh, he just said that Jonathan kicks ass and cares. Hashtag hustling. 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 You guys need Rodrigo. 
Oh, He's a beast. So normally at the end of the show we'll ask you like who you want to tag, but mm-hmm. I think I think we should tag him. Tell I him. I will introduce you to some hard hitters, my friends. There you go. There Looking you go. Looking forward that, to that's it. That's a good one, man. Rodrigo Bayon. All right, you've been tagged. You've been tagged. You got to get on our calendar, buddy. Let's do this. We'll reach out. <laughs> we'll reach out. But how about you guys? Any suggestions of uh, what else to implement for everybody else out there? Dude, during I, the escrow warm touches. No, I I agree with you. I actually like the fact that you're not doing you're not asking during the process. There's a lot already going on in their mind. I think during that process, it's not a matter of getting more out of them. It's more of alleviating what stress they're in. I'm still asking. I'm just not receiving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's ABC, right? Always yeah. be closing. So yeah. that's for sure. Uh, but but I think I think the the better approach is what you were doing, which is finding stress points and ways to relieve the stress points. Exactly. If you can do that during escrow, mm-hmm. at the end, or even after, or even even not even at dinner, just continuing going forward when you're continuing with the touches going forward, it's mm-hmm. gonna make it much much better for you going going out. I never, you know, I, it's funny because I never thought to break it up that way mm-hmm. until I'm talking to you. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, thanks for that. That's yeah, a nice little sure. wisdom for us. I mean, and I think a lot of agents don't think of it that way, mm-hmm. right? They know it's stressful we hear them say it all the time but to actually break down that whole process and say which which are the most stressful like i mean it's like a heartbeat right there's peaks and valleys absolutely and so if you can lower the stress at the peak levels mm-hmm. doing subtle things even small things i mean you, you can be like little caesar pizzas dude they're like you know 10 bucks worth of pizza and you've saved you've probably made thousands of dollars worth of referrals mm-hmm. right but it's not that it's it's you know, when, when we first started the first business, like you can see that license plate in the background, PC Cruisers, that was the very first business we ever had, a computer repair business, right? And and um, the we did a shit job of keeping up with clients. We were very transactional. If we would have focused our attention just on that part, on finding ways to minimize the stress in that and in, in the transaction, I think we would have been at all. We probably wouldn't have had this podcast. First of all, let's be honest. <laughs> we would have been in, in more of a tech industry, but um, that business would have survived at a, at a much higher rate at, and it would have thrived at a much faster rate than we, than we did. Mm-hmm. Understanding the different phases that your client is going to go through is crucial. Mm-hmm. And I think you're doing that really, really well. Yeah. Um, so, at our first consultation, I have a getting to know you, and that's where I ask, "What's your favorite pizza? What's what do you drink?" So in the survivor <laughs> nice. kit, yeah, the little mini bottles, they receive whatever they like. So if it's Jameson, if it's Bacardi, wine, whatever, right? So everything is like detailed to them, or what's yeah, yeah, for? yeah, it's tailored to them, right? Tailored, tailored. that's right. the word. It's customized to them, exactly. So, so this is like when you're first getting to know them, like a the listing appointment or listing appointment. Or a buyer consultation. Okay, so so right? this is the and, very very and I'm beginning. I'm super transparent, man. I'm yeah. just like, yo, it's gonna be stressful. It just is. I'm not gonna lie to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shit yeah. happens. Yes, shit you happens. Can, you set them you know? up for it. But you have someone in your corner that is gonna hold your hand and walk you through it. This is why your girlfriend's with you for three years, right? Because <laughs> you're very, you're, dude. You're you're planning it ahead of time, right? You are literally dating your clients. I'm date well, and I'm dating them for years <laughs> yeah I mean, and then after that yeah, right? i mean but that's what's happening right if if you really like a girl right you're gonna t- it's not just a matter of asking around taking her out you actually have to think about what does she like what's her day like uh when she's stressed out 
right? And and this is when I text her. This is when I call her. This yeah. is when I leave roses on her bed, right? Sure. You actually are, are forward thinking to build that relationship. And you're doing the same thing with your clients, dude. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I'm trying to get it all automated. So little by little, like my assistant, thank God, like she's doing the survivor kiss. She's doing a bunch of stuff. She's sending the birthday cards. Actually, a fun fact, and I recommend it to everybody. If you have an assistant, write down, have her write down all your clients' birthdays, put them on the Google, Google Calendar, and fuck it. It might take a day or two, but handwrite all of them. Yeah. And, and Ahead st- of time. stamp them, and they're ready to go. Just when it's three days before, send them out. But that is done. That task is, is done. Nice. And right? you can probably do that in December, you know, that fourth quarter December. stuff. Yeah, yeah when there's nothing really to do during the last two weeks of the year. Yep. That's a perfect time. That's, that's Absolutely. Yeah, and you got it all squared away for 2019. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> it doesn't always have to be so hard. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm I'm learning how to automate but all these touches. I mean, every every month it's a different themed card, but she's she's doing it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's doing all of this stuff, but I look like the rock star. Well, yeah, and and here's the thing about about having that person that works for you, right? Your assistant, mm-hmm. she's not doing your listing appointments. She's not making your phone calls for you. Mm-mm. She's not doing anything that's stopping you from being in front of the client. Exactly. That's still you. Exactly. And that will never go away, right? That will never go she's away. She's doing the mundane tasks mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. need to do, but can delegate out. Mm-hmm. Right, like mm-hmm. writing Absolutely. those letters, she writes them. Right, she probably has nicer handwriting than you. She very much does. <laughs> <laughs> right? yeah. But it's a handwritten task, right? And yes. it, it gets done. The entering the data as far as birth dates are concerned, mm-hmm. or how about soul dates, yep. their anniversary dates, yep. right? Those things are all, all she can do. Yep. Right, creating your presentations, your listing packages ready to go, mm-hmm. printing your documents, right, F- printing your flyers out, whatever. All those things are things that an admin can do. And dude, but, it it takes a long time. It's a lot of hard work. That's yeah. in that's within even before the assistant, you have to create those systems anticipating that eventually you're gonna have an assistant, right? But like you have to create all that shit. So see the big picture. I thank God like I had this vision two years ago. So I sacrificed potential deals and lead gen, but putting my systems in place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh. Now it makes it so much easier attaining my goals 42 this year it, it's attainable now yeah it could because you it's have great. a system I'm, I'm in third place. year it's yeah nuts. no but but it, you know when you wake up in the morning you know what you're doing at 11 o'clock you know what you're doing at 12 o'clock and uh, no, two o'clock you know what you're doing mm-hmm. you know what you're doing in january you know what you're doing in february you know what you're doing in march you know exactly what you're doing so now that you have it set up now it's just a matter of okay do it mm-hmm. right and yep. that's i think that's the biggest issue you know we talk we're big on working a schedule out right mm-hmm. and that's just a one day schedule yep. right you want to be forward thinking you need to think a year in advance that's that's a count cal- that's a full calendar schedule and in you know most people can't even get their day scheduled how can we expect them to get a ca- a full year scheduled but if you mm-hmm. have that 42 is attainable i would say 80 is attainable right if you yeah. actually if you work the plan grant cardone 10x right 10x it there right? you go yeah for sure <laughs> i mean think about it work it backwards right what is that 12 what is that seven Six, seven, seven, seven deals years. a month yeah right that's not that sounds super- gnarly to me but Right, but one it's, day, but but you'll you'll get there, right? And that's As a the listing agent. Pro- yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure you focus your attention on being a listing agent, yeah, and then you can get there, right? Yeah. And and especially in a transitioning market, the fact that you have a system in place 
And and now that you have the skills to work a plan, when the market changes, you're going to be a rock star because you have something set in motion. The the mm-hmm. fluctuation of the market is not going to affect you at all because your system that. is there. Thank you. Right? And well, I'm, 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 that's what I was hoping for. Yeah, and, and that's the thing, right? I mean, you're going to see, dude, there's a lot of people in the offices that are going to disappear. And they're just going to walk happening, away. Actually. And they're going to walk away from the business. Yeah. There's some people who, honestly, dude, there's some people who are, are pretty good and they know that, you know what, I only want to work in a seller's market. And it's shifting. All right, cool. I'm bouncing for a while and I'll come back when the, when the economy changes. That's nuts. But, but then there's some people who they need to be there. And they just don't know how to adjust, mm-hmm. right? And because they're winging it. I mean, that was your first six months, yep. right? Yeah, for, for sure. <laughs> if you if you didn't change, if you didn't systematize, you wouldn't be this job. This sales job would mm-hmm. suck. Yeah, right. But, Absolutely. But now it's different, right? This guy's a systems guy. He does exactly <laughs> all that with our insurance agency. Yeah, it's hard at first, right, to like make it happen. But once you have it in place, it's a beautiful thing. Oh, dude, yeah, it is. that's that. Yeah. Here's the beauty of it. You can scale. Right now, it's just you, mm-hmm. right? But what if you had a, a new agent that comes in, right? Like, what if we had a new agent listening to the show right now, and they're like, "Dude, I want to work with a fearless agent. Can I hit him up?" He calls, he or she calls you, mm-hmm. and you're like, "You know what? Yeah, come on, come on board. Let me, you know, shadow me. Let me show you what I do." Mm-hmm. And they just start doing it themselves. Yep. I mean, how easy is it at that point to start really expanding what it is you do? That's what a franchise does, yeah. right? That's what that's what true systems, true businesses are automated systems. Very true. And that's what you've developed. Yeah. You've understood that real estate is a business mm-hmm. and it requires that you actually take a business approach to it and you've done that. Yeah, and I'm here to give advice and for free. I mean, like, nobody was there for me to do that for me, but fucking... I'm, I'm sure they were there if you would have asked. <laughs> True, yeah. well, let's be, let's be I honest. Think it was well, Coronado, bro. It was all like 70-year-old agents. I, yeah, I believe it. No, I, yeah. I think another part of it, though, You're is still that... still using the yellow pages, bro. <laughs> not everybody knows where to get the resources, but we have the resource right here. Uh, did you have everything that you wanted to talk about as far as retention? Because I know that was a big thing that you wanted to talk about. Just a few more things, actually. So if you're not doing anything with your past clients, I would just recommend... Birthdays, anniversaries, direct mail once a month, and there's different themes every month. Do a raffle once a month to just your past clients. Twenty-five dollar gift um, card to whatever. Gift card to the uh, AMC theaters, yeah. exactly. But once a month, you're staying in front of them. Nobody's doing that. Twenty-five dollars. Reward your your referral partners. The, just last month, um, I had six referrals, and. Um, we raffled off a free weekend getaway on me. Oh, yeah, just I did say, see just that to say online. Thank you, you know. Yeah, because we are in gratitude. Where'd you send them? He chose Palm Springs. Nice. So it was a nice. weekend getaway, all inclusive. Actually, that's a lie. Not all inclusive, but free weekend getaway. Pretty much all inclusive, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. He's not a drinker, so I lucked out. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I sabotaged the, the yeah raffle, the raffle. Right? You knew who, you knew who to pick. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, dude, just stay in front of your clients. Perfect. How much? How are we doing on time? Uh, thirty-five. Oh, all right, all right. So, um, normally what we do um, is around this time we let you take the floor, talk to uh, the listeners out there, talk to the agents out there, and, or is there anything else you wanted to cover? Because we can do that too. Let me check. 
I see, came a little prepared. See, Mr. Fisher is actually a systems guy. He he came in with notes. He knew exactly what he wanted to talk about on this podcast episode. I think it's important for people to be transparent. Like, be yourselves. Mm-hmm. Even if it's weird. You know what I mean? Like, I started in Coronado and I only wore suits. I thought you were supposed to only wear suits. <laughs> and 20, 2018 came around. And my thing, I always like choose a word, right? Mm-hmm. My thing was transparency. Fuck it, I'm gonna be me. I have a sleeve, I'm gonna show it, and whoever wants to work with me, cool. If not, there's so many other good agents for you. Very cool. And I think that and the branding was what really helped me. Dude, uh, I've been myself for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, my wife's probably one of my biggest critics. She's like, you need to dress nicer, more regularly. I'm like, yeah, I I probably should, I should, I should. She's like, no, not you should, do it. Yeah. Right. And and here's here's the truth matter. The fact that you wore a suit every day, it already comes in as prestige, right? You're already, just by looking at you, I'm more willing to trust you with a business transaction than if you weren't wearing a suit. Mm-hmm. So I, I, even though, you know, you talked about transparency and maybe you're like, I'm going to show this. I'm sh-. Dude, if, you're, if you can wear a suit every day, by all means, wear a suit every day, but still be yourself. Mm-hmm. You can still be yourself, right? I mean, you don't, you don't have to wear the coat all the time. You can roll up the sleeves and people can see it. That's fine. Yep. But... I think I I do think that this industry has that image of professionalism, mm-hmm. and if you do, if you're always dressed at least one level above what your what your client is, mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna command that professionalism up front. Here's the downside of that: we live in San Diego, dude. Mm-hmm. Shorts and flip flops is a thing here, right? <laughs> flip flops every day. People make fun of me. Same here, dude. Yep. And then when and what I used to do a lot, right, is in the winter I wear my socks and my flip flops, oh. right? Not the toe splitters because I can't do the toe splitter with socks. Just the ones where you, you, you know you slide in because yep. my toes get cold right but it's still flip-flop time <laughs> yep so, so I'm san diego man I'm san diego right yeah. oh, but boy. but but truth of the matter is uh you know being professional when you're meeting with somebody who you've never seen before i still think a suit is the way to go the first time first now, time for sure first time I do for it sure. every single time yeah next time i come, come in jeans uh, button up and flip flops. Yeah, you already met time. me once. You once, met me once, once you, you can, yeah. yeah, once you once we've met and there's a there's there's a little bit of relaxation there afterward, right? It, but but I I do like the uh, you know if if I'm going on a listing appointment, I definitely wear a suit. Yeah, just makes just sense. my thing. Makes sense. I see you looking at your uh, at your notes there. You got anything else for us? <clears throat> One last thing. Yeah, man, keep us going. Keep I, us yeah, rolling. Dude, keep going. I think. Real estate is a little tricky because you get your license, right? Mm-hmm. And you're just fed into the wolves. Like, you don't know, you have to self educate yourself. Yeah. Right? And that's the tough part. That's why there's so many shitty agents out there. Mm-hmm. Right? So, if I can recommend anything, continue, go to masterminds, um, read books, audible books, intern. Listen to, intern. Intern. Listen to podcasts. Listen to your guys' podcast. Right? Just educate yourself. You said join a team. Join a team, for sure. For mentorship, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Or get coaching. Get coaching. Right? Anything, but just educate yourself. Yeah. Continue to educate yourself. And Yeah, I was going to say, and don't stop educating yourself, Mm -hmm. right? Because that's the thing. Markets change. So what worked last year is not going to work this year, Mm -hmm. right? You know, you need to learn... There's the, you need to learn the new process, the short sale scripts, for example, or the short sale process. Look, the last market cycle, the short sale process was horrible. 
right? But in that cycle, they fine-tuned it, and they haven't really changed the laws on how the short sale cycle process works, Mm -hmm. but the banks are prepared for it. It's a much smoother process. So if you can get in contact with an agent or a coaching program like ours that has training on how to to do short sales, what the process is, what to let your client know to expect, you're going to be ahead of the game, and it's going to make things a lot easier, 100%. Continue to educate yourself. Yeah, that's a lot of value right there, man. I mean, I wasn't in, in the industry for short sales, so I might be hitting you guys up. Yeah, for sure, dude. <laughs> I'll definitely help you out with that. Yeah, that's rad, though. So, anything else we got? <clears throat> I think that's it, man. All right, dude. How about you guys? <clears throat> How about uh, you? Uh, I'm going to say uh, some shout-outs. Thank you to uh, Bernadette here. I'm uh, sending out a little message here for her. Facebook. Um, Rodrigo. Rodrigo said he's down for the podcast, so we're looking forward to uh, talking to him. Uh, let's see. We had Jason Cassidy, Joshua Masaya, Jennifer Rosette, all of our uh, past guests, guests, friends of the podcast, Mr. Pro Love Painter Handyman. Thank you all so much for joining us. Mom, of course. Love you, Mama. <laughs> always, on the, always on the calls. Uh, we had uh, your mother-in-law, Miss Anna. Oh, uh, thank you very you, much. Uh, Good support system right there. Angel right? Hernandez, Tacos and Real Estate. Mr. Famoso. Mr. Famoso. If you have not been to Famoso uh, Tacos uh, in downtown. On C Street. On Yeah, C Street. Man, if you have Dude. not been, you are missing out some of the best tacos I ever had in my life. Delicioso, <laughs> to say it in Spanish. <laughs> So uh, those are the shout-outs. Uh, thank you, everybody, who was part of the show today. Appreciate it. Appreciate your participation. Cool. Jonathan, if everybody wants to get in contact with you, how did they do so? I mean, you can point down to the screen. we got some contact info for you there for sure. But anything else you want to tell everybody? Should I do a few more shout-outs for guests? Or? Dude, by all means. Yeah. That was going to be the next question. So, so we got Pancho Lopez, who's my... Oh, I didn't talk about our podcast. Oh, what? dude, you got to shout out your podcast. Shout right. out your podcast. Well, first too. of all, Pancho's on the board already, right? So he's coming on the 23rd. Jesse Wright's my home <clears throat> right there, too. Jesse Wright, we're still trying to lock in a she's date. She's a busy girl. Yeah, she's a busy. She's busy, all right. So we're trying to lock in a date, but we've been back and forth and text message and stuff. So mm. we're, we're going to get that one locked in Very soon. Very cool. Um, I was going to say Bayon, Mike Cuevas. Anybody else? Nobody come. Well, yeah, that's yeah, all right. All right. Well, tell me about your podcast before you go. <clears throat> it's called Booze Over Business. We just transitioned from booze over real estate. So, Hi, we're pretty, Heather. so we're pretty much gonna be talking about mindset, what um, struggles people, business owners have gone through, um, what structure systems they have. It's gonna be pretty focusing rad. on net profit versus gross profit. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about corporations or really stuff. Entity structure, taxes, LLCs, corporations. I love all that stuff, all dude. All that stuff. Definitely something that we're going to talk about. Because I'm gonna, we're going to go be a guest on your show, by the way. Yes. So we're, we're going to set that up. You might have to have a beer or some tequila. All right. Well, he'll drink the... You know what? I'm, I'll, I'll drink, drink your portion. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> are you, I haven't are been... Not drink? Well, I mean, I haven't been drinking for a while. Like, I don't know why I just stopped. Are you on a diet? No, not even nothing, dude. Nothing, nothing. They just, he just decided just, to stop one day, and it was like the weirdest middle of the football, football season. season. Like, for yeah, real? like no. all of a sudden, I'm coming over here, and you know, the last week when I left, change. there was ten beers, and when I got here, there's still ten beers. I'm like, what is going on? One sad <laughs> business brother. Oh man, <laughs> right? But no, I'll have Corona with you guys. But, but one happy cool. one, you know, and a little bit happier, it makes it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he just he just depletes the the beer count, so it's, it works. 
Right? That's so, it. Yeah, we got to, you know, got to make up for it somehow. We would host, I mean, I, usually, you know, people come over for Charger Sunday, mm-hmm. right? And so, we, you know, they bring beer or whatever. And then during the week, he drinks it when he comes over to the podcast. So it works. That's Fantastic. it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, definitely. We're going to do out. your podcast and then we'll we'll talk we'll talk business. I love that topic. Yeah, I, think I, t- I talk about it all day long at school anyways. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then you come home and you talk about it some more. talk about it some more on the show. So, <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. So, uh, you know, Pancho, we got him on the 23rd, but then we got to schedule time to come uh, on your show. So we'll do that for sure. We're looking forward to it. Thank you guys. Yeah. Th- thank you again for coming on. Yeah. Appreciate it. Awesome. Cool. Well, if you guys ever want uh, any information from us or if you want to be a guest on the show, I mean, let us know. Businessbros at csfirst.com or you need anything directly from James and I, Hernan at csfirst.com or James at csfirst.com. Follow us on social at businessbrospod. That's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye-bye. And I'm out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at csfirst.com right now or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.